affiliated. No, I was full blown in it. I was a northerner. So, but we also had a mob where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, I was never this, even when I did it, it wasn't like my heart was fully in it. I was more embracing the the acceptance and the brotherhood in it, you know what I mean? I just realized now that I was looking for love. You are listening to Illuminate's testimony and musician's story. Yeah. 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 Woo! Uh, wake up in the morning, gotta thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Huh? Why you better know it? All I know is Christ. Why you better know it? Put that on my life. Why you better know it? Up early in the morning, thinking my God didn't wake up in the coffin. Got a second chance to finish my calling. I ain't going back, I don't wanna be ballin'. More, more money, more problems, problems. Stay humble, stay hungry at the bottoms. Bottom, Too different to you need to be common. I'm not of this world, you can tell that I'm far. Illuminate was born Nathan Bartlett in Richmond, California. Stepped into the light out of the gray. Feeling like let's rest first after gray. Look in the book of life, find my name gray. Burn the pages of death. No longer saying. Rhyme for the Lord every day, every day. Illuminate the world till they bury me. Relation six, two, carry your government. I hit the judge. Just to love them, no Pharisees. I'm a fighter. I'm a warrior. I'm a conqueror. I'm a soldier. I'm a lover. Don't know what they sold ya. I'm a lover. I'm a fighter. I'm a conqueror. I'm a soldier, I'm a warrior, I He calls himself a Bay Boy because he has lived all over the Bay. Nate was often the only white dude in his circle, and the largest. So he dealt with some identity issues. And early on, God was tugging on his heart and trying to reveal to him his true identity. When I look back on my life, I could see now the seeds that were planted like First Baptist Church in Richmond when I played in the Hoop League. So in order to play in the Hoop League, you'd have to go for a while, like to the youth group. And then I moved um, out of Richmond. We moved to San Pablo. Uh, my neighbors, they went to Valley Bible Church in Hercules. So I would go to youth group with them. But I never, like my family wasn't in the church. My my father was a heroin addict. My mother was, you know, alcoholic, skipped to the meth. Um, I joined the gang at the age of 12. So I'm battling, you know, being a product of my environment, being like the the only white boy on the block. You know what I'm saying? So that, you know, for me, it was like I had to be a little extra to prove myself a little more. Mm -hmm. But really on the inside, I was a cool cat. You know what I'm saying? Like I was never the biggest gangster in the world or anything like that. But I always felt like I never fit in. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like I always felt like an outcast no matter what. Like I had to always do extra. So I found a... um, false sense of identity and being a bully because I was big and I had size. Okay. You know you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like by the time I'm, you know, in sixth grade, seventh grade, you know, I'm knocking cats out. I'm, but I'm still cool. But, you know, in order to, you know, find myself or be, you know, want to be accepted, I'm assuming this role and kind of, you know, be really being fake when I think about it now because it's not what I, it's not like I, I, I had fun doing it. It's not like I enjoyed doing it. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the accolades mm-hmm. and the reputation that came from it. Mm-hmm. But on the real, man, you know, I was just lost, man outcast so when I 
keep on doing that, you know what I'm saying, go through high school, didn't didn't graduate high school, end up catching a gun case in my junior year. Uh, so I'm looking at seven years in CYA. By the grace of God, got off on a technicality, illegal search, they let me out. Um, I was in and out of juvie for a lot of my teenage years. Uh, when I was 18, my father overdosed on heroin. Mm-hmm. So when they found my pop, they found my pops dead in the hotel room. And that like, that was a blow that would like hit me so hard, you know? And it was just like the weed wasn't working, the alcohol wasn't working, uh, the sex wasn't working. Like at that point, like I was so broken and like just lost and empty. And it just seemed like there was nothing that was filling this void. Some see the little fame, others see the money. And some just see your anointing and don't want nothing from me. But how can I discern unless I'm seeking you? When it's your word I preach and you own these lips I'm speaking through. I pray I'm pleasing you. Though times is hard to tell Because my flesh is weak and though I'm big my bones are frail I'm such a wretched male Ain't on the quest for mail But money can be an issue, you know that very well And I ain't scared to tell I love transparency Some days I feel like such a child needs you to parent me And apparently, they looking up to me But I pray they see you cause I know just how bad I can be my cousin and my auntie was going to church, man. God orchestrated us perfectly that me and my cousin, we ended up getting this job. We had to travel out by Monterey to a little town called Moss Landing. And we get to the courtyard where we're staying in the Motel 6. And a cat that we went to high school with, we end up seeing him out there. And he's like, how you been, bro? And this is back when I was doing secular music. So at that point, I was just starting to feature on albums that were coming out in stores. I'm seeing my, my name on albums in stores when I'm going. So I'm feeling like I'm somebody, right? Man, back then, I, I messed with everybody. Uh, in, in a, I mean, in, in a, anybody in the Bay Area, like I rocked with them tough. But at the, po- at the point, at the pinnacle of my career, I was doing songs with Fabulous, The Game, Snoop Dogg, E-40, Baby Bash, Chingo Bling, Sebo, uh, M- Messy Moore, all of these cats, Mr. Right. Doctor, I was on Mr. That's how I met Speck, was on Mr. I was doing a feature on Mr. Doctor's album okay. down the street. So I'm doing this, and then I'm, he's like, how you doing, bro? And I'm like, man, I'm doing good, man. God been blessing you. My rap career's taking off. And he's like, he's like, for real? And I'm like, yeah. And he's holding a can of 211 in his hand, mind you. Okay. And he's like, hey, bro, you know, God ain't the only person that could bless you. I'm like, what you mean, bro? He's like, homie, whenever you rap like that, you're showing your horns. I'm like, what you mean, bro? Okay. He was like, homie, when you're rapping like that, you're doing the devil's work. And I was like, man, you tripping, blood. <laughs> man, whatever, homie, you know what I'm saying? And he's like, man, I'm just saying, bro, you know I ain't living right, but my daddy a pastor. And I'm just like, all right, bro, man, right on, man, good seeing you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Keep it but that really, like, it was echoing yes. in my mind. Yeah. And I was, like, tripping. And my cousin that I'm with, bunking with, sharing the room, is saved. So I asked my cousin Richard, who actually lives in SAC now, I said, hey, cuz, what JB was talking about, man, what's up with that, man? Like, is there any truth to that? And my cousin was like, yeah, cousin, man, I've been trying to tell you, you know, I I ain't been trying to preach at you too much. And I'm just like, man, cuz, I ain't trying to go to hell, bro. Because, like, I knew these seeds that was planted in me, you feel me? And he's like, man, cousin, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to. And I'm like, well, bro, what I got to do? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I want to be I want to be saved. I'm, whatever. You know what I'm saying? How I get out the situation? And he's like, cousin, all you got to do is ask Jesus in your heart. And I'm like, well, bro, what's up, man? I'm ready right now. And so I accept Christ. Nate got rid of all his secular music and was on fire for the Lord for about six months. 
You see, Nate was still in Richmond and still heavily entrenched in that lifestyle. Sometimes my heart gets hard, but Lord, I want to feel. Sometimes I get so angry that I still want to kill. Sometimes this back pain be so bad, I gotta pop a pill. I refuse to be fake, I got to keep it real. Now I ain't got no chill, I still ain't got no deal. But show my God is good, now I ain't miss no meal. And I still struggle with this waiting insecurity And yeah, I play it off, but man, I hate these insecurities And Satan keep on luring me, he know I like him thick So Father, keep on curing me, I know that I am sick I don't like to admit that I ain't got it all together But truth is, I'm undone, and Lord, I need your grace forever dealing with, you know, the temptations of the world. And this is crazy because my first gospel song that I did back then, like two weeks later, I backslid mm. because I never fully surrendered that desire in my heart to the Lord. Yeah. So I, by four, went back seven times worse. Man, if it could be 70 times worse, it was. I, I find myself deeper into the, the gangster rap, and it's like, Gang banging, you know what I'm saying? Like, I never wanted to be no gang banger like that. But I find myself around all these cats that's deep into this, and I'm influenced because, you know, I'm, I'm a rapper and I'm around the cats that's in the hood. And, and then I start, you know, being desensitized. Like, selling weed was one thing, mm -hmm. but then it's like I'm around cats that's selling a gang of Coke, a gang of Crystal. So I start doing it too. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, let me get some of this real money. That's what I thought at the time. Yeah. So I go get way deeper into the streets and, um, Man, when that happens, you know, I start getting around a lot more people. And what I'm realizing is the further deep I'm getting in this stuff, the worse my, my rhymes become. I start rapping about this stuff. And then there was even stuff that I was rapping about that I wasn't living yet. But when I was rapping about it, I was prophesying this death over my life. And then I became living it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? So it's like I find myself with no morals. Carrying guns, using guns. Uh, I mean, we're funking in the streets. It's, it's. I mean, it's funky. It is what it is. You know, at that, were you at that affiliated? point. Affiliated. Affiliated. No, I was full blown in it. And what? Who were you? Affiliated? I was a northerner. Okay. Yeah, Northanio is what yeah. they call it. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? The 14. Um, so, but we also had a mob where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, I I, I was never this. Even when I did it. It wasn't like my heart was fully in it. Mm -hmm. I was more embracing the the acceptance and the brotherhood yeah. in it. You know what I mean? I just realized now that I was looking for love. I done got stabbed two times. Neither one of them it was my funk. Every shootout I've ever been in, it was never my funk. It was always having somebody else's back. You know, I mean, I'm in cars just shot up by the grace of God. I mean, it's getting hit with AKs. Mm -hmm. And where I was sitting at, five bullets hit that door and none came through and hit me. Mm -hmm. I'm in a house that gets shot up, about 75 bullets hit that thing. And there was only two people that got grazed and I ain't get hit at all. You know what you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like God always hand, had his hand of protection on yeah. me. Like when I look back on my life, there was so much grace and so much mercy. And I always knew who to turn to back then. So two weeks before I give my life back to Christ, I start seeing 666 on license plates like 10 times a day. You know, the generation I'm from, I'm going to date myself right now. 
but we had pager code. So you know what I'm talking yes, about. So you know what the, the ones is the L, the seven is the L, the, the three is the E, and the four is the H. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like every single time I look at the clock, it says 11.34 or 7.34. Mm-hmm. And I'm going crazy. Like, what is going on right now? And I'm pimping at the time. Okay. So she's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, man, you don't see that? She's <laughs> like, bro, you're tripping. I'm like, man, you don't see that? That's like the 10th time we done seen that today. And she's like, man, homie, <laughs> you need to get it together. And so I'm having this this spiritual battle. We find ourselves in Oakland. We end up getting pulled over. I never sit in the back seat. That day I sat in the back seat. I had a um, I had a gun under the under the seat in front of me right here that was mine. I had a bag a coke cocaine that was right here tucked in this thing, and I had a bottle of Grey Goose right here. Mm-hmm. We end up getting pulled over. The cat sitting up front. Just got out of San Quentin 30 days prior as a validated gang member. The dude driving is on trigger lock, got caught up here with an AR-15, so he can't be around guns, period. They searched under the front of the seat. They didn't search in the back. They had the police dog come in. The police dog comes in, only smells the alcohol, does not smell the cocaine or the gun. They let us go. Oh, and I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. <laughs> and earlier that day, we seen one of our enemies, and it was like, I've never froze up like that. It was like I, God wouldn't let me get out the car and, and and pull that trigger. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was like God was already removing this from my heart. And I knew that when they had dropped me off that night, I remember when, when they were driving away and I was walking up to the house, I remember like thinking to myself, I don't have that killer instinct no more. If I don't change my life, I'm gonna get killed out here. Your boy came up slamming Cadillac doors. When they roll spokes way before they had foes. Beating down the block like the trunk gonna explode. Both 15s every time we hit the road. Sounding like gorillas trying to get up out the trunk. Now I hit the turf trying to get them out the front. Give them what they want and a dose of what they need. Man, your boy keep it thorough when I bring the whole steed. You can feel my horde when I bleed on the track. Trying to get them in the fold for the Lord come back. Cause I been in the trap and the checks cooking crack. And ain't nothing cool about it when somebody gets clapped. And it's fun and games till they run the names. And the feds kicking the dough and take everything. And you spend all your money on the trial. I know all about it. I ain't living in denial. It's a cold game, iceberg. When you spend your life chasing money in them nice curves. But you ain't gotta live that nightmare. You can make a switch. Don't come to the light swerve. Don't come to the light swerve. Don't come to the light swerve. You ain't gotta live that nightmare. You can make a switch. Don't come to the light Swerve on cool up the nonsense to the curb on Change up, then I hit the curve on them. When your boy slide through, I'ma whip the word on them. I lace boots with the grace and the truth. Connected to the vine, boy, I'm straight to the root. I does this, I don't play in the booth. Then I'm straight to the black, dealing hope to the truth. Scooping through the turf, bringing church outside. Cause I'm seeing all the pain and the hurt outside. So I swerve, wherever the Lord need me. This ain't about me, and I'm through being greedy. And yeah, the work is tedious, but the devil is devious. So I'm trying to go with the people that really need this light. Cause it's Christ over everything, and he really gives new life that's on age. Swerve, gon' come to the light. Swerve, gon' come to the light. Swerve, 
Want to support Testimony and Musician Story? Here's how. We created a Patreon account that allows you to financially support us while receiving perks. One perk is our exclusive cuts. I have one to two hour long conversations with artists and cut it down to 15 minutes. So there is a lot of great content that I simply cannot fit into one episode. Our Patreon supporters will get those exclusives plus conversations with myself and partner and engineer, Gary. Visit TestimonyStories.com to find the Patreon link and support our ministry. Never known was a broken home. Get a bundle of that good and a mobile phone. Chopping grams in them tapes, running through a zone. Yeah, I'm counting all this money, but I'm so alone. Now I'm just like my papa, I'm a rolling stone. Wherever I can lay my hat, become my home. But inside, there's no peace. I'm addicted to them cold streets, masking my insecurities behind these gold teeth. Nate was still banging, but fighting a spiritual battle as well. And dude was spooked. I mean, spooked. But maybe the night of snorting powder and popping mollies played a small part in that too. Feeling so alone in this I'm so lost and confused Why must I go through this? I feel like hopes are missed Dealing with this hopelessness But there's gotta be better than this There's no way I could spend my forever in this God, if you're real and you truly exist, I need help because I'm sinking into the abyss. When you feel like a demon is really, really close, you know how like the fear crawls up your spine and you feel fear. Mm -hmm. So I had, you know, I got, I always, I'm paranoid as heck. I got guns on me everywhere I go. So, but I know you couldn't shoot a demon. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? I'm <laughs> no. like, okay, I got enough knowledge to know this. I had went to church when I was younger. <laughs> so I ain't even go front right now. I'm spooked. I pull the covers over my head and I start praying. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? And I'm just like, yo, man, this has got to change, man. I, and I remember that, like praying, and I just felt so hopeless at that moment. I was like, what? Oh my God, man, this is crazy. What? And I started thinking about my life. You know what I'm saying? So I had to, you know, drink, drink myself to sleep. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's back then, just to deal with life, I had to stay wasted. Because of being in these environments and around these things that I'm doing, like, man, I knew better. So the next morning I wake up, I'm, I'm by myself, and I remember washing my face, and I remember looking in the mirror, and I didn't even recognize myself. And I was like, man, who am I having? I'm having a conversation with, like, me and, and God as I'm looking in that mirror, and I'm like, man, who am I and what have I become, God? I don't even know who I am anymore. Um, but there's gotta be better than this There's no way I could spend my forever in this God, if you're real and you truly exist I need help cause I'm sinking into the abyss If I don't change then I'll surely die And be a victim to the dope boys lullaby But God, I wanna change, I ain't trying to die And fall victim to the dope boys lullaby
looking at myself in the mirror like, who am I? Who are you? You know what I'm saying? And I just had that that defining moment. I went back out into the living room and I hopped on my laptop and I checked my MySpace. <laughs> and there's a YouTube video on the MySpace page and I don't know what it is. And I click play and it's a skit about the Lord by a ministry named Lifehouse. Mm-hmm. And the name of that skit is called Everything. And literally, as I sat there and I watched that skit, it was like my heart broke. But like, I'm like crying, crying. You feel what I'm saying? And there's a part when the, the guy that plays Jesus comes in and is um like, all of these temptations had gotten in the way and separated this girl from Jesus. Like the money, the sex, the alcohol and everything. And then this demon came in, gave her a knife to cut her wrist and gives her a gun to like commit suicide. And like, as I'm watching this, I'm thinking about my life. I'm thinking about everything that had happened, how far away from God I had gotten, the things that I was doing, the the, the, the places I was around. And like, I'm really like seeing this, but I'm feeling the love of God. Mm-hmm. And I'm knowing like, this is a life or death decision right now. Like, I'm really like, I can't, I can't hesitate on this one. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it felt like every couple months, God would try to tug on my heart. And when I would not answer the call, I would drift further into the darkness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Anybody that's been backslidden knows what I'm talking yeah, about right now. Sure. So at that very moment, Jesus stepped in between her and all of these like demons of temptation and got him. And like, he was like this, like shielding her. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And then like, it, it was like a, just a peak in the song and everything. And then he went like that and like broke them all away. And then he came and embraced her. And at that moment, I'm like, weeping crying yeah. like out loud like sounding like a little girl probably mm-hmm. at that time and I'm just like man I can't do this no more without you God and raise my hands man and just surrender my life to the Lord in that in that apartment man in the midst of where there's guns where there's dope where there's prostitution everything like the spirit of God and his love reached out to me in my darkest hour I had an album that was done I had Fabulous on there The Game Snoop E-40 Baby Bash Shingo Bling Sebo Messy Marv The Jacka Andre Nicotina you know what I'm saying like everybody who's anybody I had on this album that I had been working on I had two albums that was done actually Mm -hmm. so I knew that I had to get rid of all that music I deleted everything all the masters all the artwork Everything got rid of all of it. So you got to think I had dumped probably about thirty thousand or more into this into these albums. Mm-hmm. Easy. The producers I was rocking with, the, the I mean the features, just the travel, the mixing, the mastering, and it was just like at that moment none of that meant nothing. Yeah. Like I really never wanted to rap again. Yeah. And I told God that I said, Lord, I will clean toilets for the rest of my life if I could serve you. Like I was so so broken. After watching the video. He called a friend who was saved and asked him to pray for him. He also asked him what it looked like to walk out this newly formed faith he had developed. He slowly started to be transformed. But for Nate, the real consecration didn't occur until he moved out of the Bay. Nate lived in Modesto for about two years. He stayed in a men's home and attended Bible college. He is now an ordained minister and rapper.
to release his latest project, Authenticity. Only hours before, this had been a crowded amusement park. The bomber wanted to kill the Christians in the crowd, celebrating Easter. Russia's defense minister, Sergei Shoigu, says the country will deploy a range of coastal missile systems on the far eastern Kuril Island. We came together, black people, white people, from different clubs, to make a statement against terrorism. We are Belgians, it's time that all once again, sparking a national conversation about police brutality. Race was likely a major factor. So you don't think that if it had been a white student who was underage entering a pub, that he would have been arrested also? I do not believe so. If he had been arrested, he would not have been assaulted. I said it's going to be different this time. No more lies. No more routine. And it's just been this battle, fighting for authenticity. So that when I pray on a stage, it's not just a, oh God, thanks for the day. You know what I'm talking about. I still fight for authenticity when I pray. I've been patiently waiting, now I'm bringing the beast out. I'm tired of the mainstream leaving the streets out. It's game time, homie, so I'm bringing the cleats out. Well, everybody timid, I'm going to speak out. And what they going to do? Try to keep me out of industry that I don't really want to part of. Oh, you ain't heard, I'm a warrior. Building God kingdom with my 300, yelling this is Spora. Hold a tame like a lion in the jungle. I was built for the battle, homie. I'm ready to rumble. Oh, they slander in the back, biting, they gon' make me fumble. In 28 states, blasting off like a shuttle. I hear they settle lies and the heresies. It's time to wake them up and give them shock therapy. All the agendas and the plots are not scaring me. I read the book and it prepared me for you Pharisees. I feel like the Lord is restoring authenticity to the body of Christ. I feel like so many people, even in church and being saved, they suffer from identity crisis. Mm -hmm. And they see something that's popular and they try to emulate themselves or model themselves after some someone or something else. Mm -hmm. When really Jesus should be our only model. Mm -hmm. And there's real people that go through real hurt that need us to be and you to be the real you mm -hmm. so they can meet the real Jesus through mm -hmm. you. Because the anointing is on who you are, not who you think you need to be. Yeah. So like me personally, like I love tattoos. I like Harleys, old schools, mm -hmm. muscle cars. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm, I have a rougher edge to me. Yeah. I've tried to polish it up. God's mm -hmm. still working on me. But in my brokenness or I'm becoming more and more whole though, like yeah. on the real through, you know, the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And it's just like. 
God is is meeting me where I'm at and using me where I'm at. And I'm being able to be authentic and not feeling like I have to to be somebody else that's, you know, up on a bigger platform or somebody else that's seeing this kind of success. I'm able to confidently be who I am and be the authentic real me. So my message to everyone is, listen, man, be who God's called you to be. If you're a cool dude, be a cool dude. If you're a cool chick, be a cool chick. If you was a, a G and you still are a little bit rougher, it's okay to do that while God polishes you up. Don't mm-hmm. feel like you have to wear this Christian costume or speak this Christian ease. Yes. Like, be the real you. Make it authentic. Make it real because you can get lost in this. And the thing about it is this, is that we, as a whole, we're horrible at relating yes. to people that don't do what we do. A sinner is supposed to sin. Mm-hmm. That's their nature. How you going to condemn them for doing what they're supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. They don't know Christ yet. So what you need to do is relate to them, meet them where they at, find just find something in common. Don't act like you're, oh, Mr. Holier than that. Ain't none of us <laughs> singing with angels and clouds all yes, day. Yes. We still struggle. This I fight my flesh more than I fight any demon. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We all go through these things. We have to stop condemning the people. Thank you for listening to Testimony. A musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit testimonystories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown Theory, the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Authenticity. Authenticity. Authenticity.